Go part two. Welcome back, my friends, to the podcast that never ends. We're so glad you could attend. Come inside. Come inside. I'm Joe Spiegel. You're boring me. You're making me go to sleep. Hi, Mike. How Hi. are you? Hi, Joe. How are you? This is the dead don't die. I'm going to turn this off. <laughs> Trying to sound like the banter between Adam Driver and Bill Murray in this film. Of course, it's very, very tolerable when it's Bill Murray and Dave and Adam Driver doing it, though. <laughs> and David Banner. Is that what you're going to say? I, I, was, I don't know where the fuck that was going to come. Uh, and Kylo Ren. Yeah. So. Peter Venkman and Kylo Ren. Yeah. Nice Star Destroyer. Or or Bill Murray, you know, from Zombieland in, in this one, right? Yeah. Which I, um, I didn't realize this, but when I read the trivia, that... Um, the zombie that Adam Driver leans out of the car and cuts its head off with a machete yeah. was dressed exactly like Bill Murray's zombie character in Zombieland. Oh, wow. Okay. Yeah. I can see it. Yeah. So, um, so yeah. Uh, how do we start with this movie besides reading the synopsis? I don't know. Maybe we should read the synopsis. <laughs> Centerville. Well, right. We should be more boring and turn people off even earlier than 20 I know. minutes. So, in the sleepy t- small town of... <laughs> <laughs> I can't do it. Oh, my God. In the sleepy small town of Centerville, something is not quite right. The moon hangs large and low in the sky. Like my balls. It's emanated in purplishness. The hours of daylight are becoming unpredictable, and animals are beginning to exhibit unusual behaviors. News reports are scary, and scientists are concerned. But no one foresees the strangest and most dangerous repercussion that will soon start plaguing Centerville. The dead rise from their graves and feast upon the living. And the citizens must battle to survive. (laughs) Why do you do that? What? Why do you look at him? I'm just... Don't look at him. He's an audience. Do not look at him. (laughs) I, I looked at you because you were looking at me, and I could see you out of the corner of my eye because I said, the, the moon hangs large and low in the sky like my balls. And I said that. I didn't even hear you say it. I was and, so focused and you, on And he that. looked at me, and he's just like, I can't believe he said that. <laughs> hey, Uncle Mike, I can't believe you said that. I can't. Shut up. <laughs> I'm going to go in my room and watch Pornhub Spongebob. I'm going SpongeBob SquarePants on Pornhub. (laughs) (laughs) Not the porn. The actual TV show. Gag! Yeah. Did you say fag? I said gag. Oh. (laughs) Gag! Gag! All over my face. (laughs) Um, Who are you calling a pinhead? (laughs) (laughs) Squidward's a. (gasps) SpongeBob! Squidward's a jerk. Um, I wish I could do Squidward's voice, but I, I cannot. I'm not even going to try. SpongeBob. SpongeBob. That's good. See? That's all I can do. Right, um, right here, when you were saying, but no one foresees the strangest, most dangerous repercussion that will soon start plaguing Centerville, I was going to cut in with Joe's fucking awful puns. <laughs> oh, well. Uh, where do we go? What are we talking about? Let's just talk. Let's just yeah. Let's just banter about this this movie. Um, look, uh, I will say from the get go about this film that I never got bored with it, not once. Neither did I. And but I, it's it's not a film that will induce. Yeah, I'm not excitement. A, I'm not a Jim Jarmusch fan 
Um, but I think I've only seen one or two of his other films. This is a film that you have to actually go into knowing that you are not going to get shit for shit. Yeah. In terms of, I mean, it's an it's an indie film. It, it's that's what it is. It's oh, yeah. it's a clerk style film. It's fucking. Yeah. It's uh, it uh, what's his name? Uh, Dazed and confused. Oh, Linkletter. Yeah, Richard, Richard Linkletter. Yeah. It's 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 on those levels. I mean, yeah. it's it's a thinking film. It, it is, and it, you, know. It, you know, and and the the balls about it is that Jarmusch does movies the way he wants to do them. By the way, the farmer's name is Frank Miller. <laughs> well, that's not and that's not and subtle. I'm and I yeah, that's not not subtle at all because, um, like. Steve Buscemi kind of looks like Frank Miller. Yeah. Um, you know what? There was something I didn't really think about until after I read about the movie after seeing it was when the RZA says to the guy that everyone keeps calling Frodo for some fucking reason in the um, video store slash gas station right. or uh, souvenir shop. Um, he says, he goes, you got any words of advice for today? And and the RZA looks back and says to him, pay attention to the details. Right. And it's about the movie. Yeah. Pay attention to all the little details. Right. It's all in the details or something like that. So, um, and so, yeah, this, I mean, the movie is full of a shit ton of Night of the Living Dead references. I mean, even this, it's even the same exact car that was in the Night of the Living Dead. Yeah. It, I mean, it's full of references to every yeah. zombie movie. And Chloe Slovini, when she jumps out of the car at the end. Grandma. That was just like the, 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 um, you know, um, I always forget her name. The but farmhouse. The only yeah. thing that they didn't have was the zombie that was hanging in the tree, which was just a direct reference to an old time photograph of a a, a, a black guy that was that was hanged by a KKK thing. And yeah, it was used as propaganda. You know. Yeah. But that I mean that was a specific reference in the movie. Yeah. Um, Night of the Living Dead. Yeah, I mean there was look. <laughs> sometimes I'm slow on the uptake of certain things, but. Sometimes I'm paying enough attention that I get it. And I got it with this movie for the most part, which is like when they kept playing the theme song over and over again. Tilda Swinton as Zelda Winston. <laughs> I, I got it. I got why they kept playing it over and over again. It, it, it made sense. It was, you know, the whole movie is like a statement on on just, I mean, but among other things, it's a statement on the zombie genre, how it's just been literally done to death and there's, you know, what else can you add to it, right? Yeah. And I mean, it, all the zombies go back to basically like the the thing that they like, the thing that they want. Yeah. So, you know, you know, cell phones or Chardonnay. Which is kind of like um, the Dawn of the Dead, the original Dawn of the Dead, where they all go back to the mall because that's what they're used to doing. Right. Consumerism, Shopping. Consumerism, right? right. Yeah. Uh, Farmer Miller, let's see. Uh, yeah. Rosie Perez is Posey Juarez. Yeah. It would have been better if it was Posey... Um, I was, I was, uh, Perez. Uh, no, well, no, um, <laughs> it was Rosie Perez, but I mean, I was thinking about that and like Posey Juarez is fine, but why don't they just call her, you know, but I, I get it. It's not that big of a deal. Yeah. I, Tom Waits is Hermit Bob. Yeah. I mean, Tom Waits always, like, he always intentionally plays offbeat characters. He was good in this. I, I liked his character. Yeah. I mean, his character is basically just the narrator of this mm -hmm. film. Yeah. You know, he's our guide. Yeah. You know, Guide to the pointlessness of it all. <laughs> hey, Cliff, <laughs> fuck you. You know, and and that's that's what's tough to take in about this movie. That's why it's hard for me to recommend it to many kinds of people. Like I couldn't I couldn't recommend this movie to the average moviegoer, like who wants to go see the new Midway by fucking <laughs> by by the asshole who made Independence Day Resurgence, right? 
Um, I could recommend this to people that pay attention to the details of filmmaking. Right. You know, because they'll get it more. Otherwise, because if you go into IMDb, there this movie's cut across the you know cut right in, in the middle. Either people are giving it ones and twos, or people are giving it eights to tens. Um, you know, so guess what side you know gets the movie and which which side doesn't. Right. So me, I'm I'm at a six for this movie. If I was going to still give number ratings to a film, yeah these these movie this movie is only just is average. It's averaging about you know five out of ten. Uh, the Dead Don't Die dabbles in the tones and themes of varying degrees of success. The sharp wit and a strong cast make this zomcom, which immediately makes me want to punch this fucking. That's why I say zombity. Yeah, I, I want to punch you in your tit too. <laughs> punch you better hurry. The they've gotten smaller. Neck with enough brains to consume. Okay, Joe. It's just that I mean, like I I give you shit about your your puns and whatever else, and you know, but the. Ugh. I hate critics. Uh, Metacritic assigned the film a weighted average score of 54 out of 100. Mixter average. It's, it's a curious film, one that acknowledges the end of the world blatantly without once forgetting to be steadfastly, almost dementedly silly. It's a smart, if minor work, from masterfully innovative director. I also didn't get one of the jokes in the movie about how like fracking caused all of this. Yeah. And it's like, oh, wait, the whole world is fracked. Ugh. I mean, literally, that, that's like... It's a, it's a Battlestar Galactica joke. Yeah. Uh, at times, the deadpan of Murray and Driver becomes, well, a bit deadening. <laughs> and, true, <laughs> and true wit is in short supply, even though the film remains amusing most of the way. I, I got... I mean, lot. it's like these guys don't get this no, fucking film at all. You know, and, I, and I can understand why some people don't. You know, respects it, the horror genre without committing to it. He's not committing to the horror genre. He's, no. He's, he's making fun of the abundance of zombie films, good and bad, mm-hmm. you know, and let's face it, mostly bad. Yeah. And he's making, he's, he's literally just remaking, well, whatever, Return or Night of the Living Dead. Yeah. I mean, pick one because they're both the same fucking movie. Yeah. And, and, it's it's all about consumerism. It's all about I mean, like literally every single zombie there is saying something along like TV or hardware. Cable. Yeah, K free cable. Yeah. You know, Xbox, candy. Like if if you can't sit through the film and get what he's throwing at us, yeah. you're the problem. Yeah, it's throwing And in, these guys are the problem. It's throwing in all the tropes, you know. I mean how many zombie movies have you seen where they'll throw in characters where their storylines end up going nowhere? And I think the guy from um, the guy that was uh, I, I can't remember his name. Um, they, they called him Fro- uh, Frodo or Bilbo or whoever Baggins. Yeah, that actor because he always plays most of the movies that we've seen him in. He Caleb plays a, Landry Jones. Yeah, he plays a fucking asshole in almost every movie we've seen him in. He's just a weird looking dude. Yeah, he's he was an X Men First Class. Get Out. Yeah, he was the asshole brother in Get Out. He was the fucker who got blown up in um, American Made with Tom Cruise. Three billboards outside Ebbing. Oh, yeah, yeah, he played Tom Cruise's uh, weird brother in law. Brother in law. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Um, he, I mean. I don't think he's a weird dude. He's just he he looks weird. Yeah, you can tell that he's the he's the kind that is going to normally get typecasted for certain roles. Yeah, he's because he's almost albino. Yeah, you know, like he's he's a ginger. He also he has no yeah, soul. and he looks like he can play a fucking crazy person. Yeah, and in this one, I mean, he was in No Country for Old Man. He was the boy on the bike. 
<laughs> hey, Mr. Holy you shit. Okay? Yeah. Holy shit. Anton Chigurh's, uh Yeah. He was in Super Bad. He played uh, Banshee. I didn't even know. Fucking damn. I didn't know. Uh, I mean, and then he does like we've already gone through his his list, but I mean he's he's done like weird stuff, contraband. Yeah, we Byzantium. saw him in, like three movies in a row. We saw him in Get Out, we saw him in Three Billboards, and then we saw him in American Made also. Right, and uh, he like I said, he does like he'll do he'll he'll he just does whatever. Uh-huh. He's he a good actor. Care. He's definitely a good actor. I think he's going to be like the next Michael Parks type thing. He's just doing roles that interest him. Yeah. And you know, like he he did his he did the big role X Men First Class, but you, super bad. You but. noticed that see with his character, it looked like there was going to be something interesting and important with him, and then like every character in the movie, he ends up dying in this really just anticlimactic way. Just like Selena Gomez, yeah, right. She seemed like she was an important character, right? Yeah, not, yeah, no, just another casualty of war. Yeah, I mean, even the part where he looks at her and this fucking sparkle thing goes around her head, yeah. Like it's supposed to mean something, and then it ends up not meaning a goddamn thing. None of it did. Even the the fact that you think there's going to be a relationship by the end of the film between Adam Driver and Chloe Savigny's character, and it doesn't go anywhere. Like he doesn't even react to her jumping out of the car. He just locks all the doors in the fucking car. Yeah, <laughs> the spiritual successor for uh, Dawn of the Dead. Um, let's see. Uh, oh, that's interesting. This guy has the same name. The same name as my buddy. That's my buddy. Um, I loved it. I can see exactly what the director and producer was going for here. I love the setups and deeper meaning behind each joke. The movie will end badly. Have no doubts about it. But how you get there through the deep thoughts you can put into the jokes is where the fun lies. Character archetypes are all there with some new points of view. Don't go looking for a great horror movie. Just go with the idea of seeing a movie about horror movies and you will enjoy it. And that's exactly what you need to do. Yeah. And there's, I mean, there's some stupid, funny parts in it. And I was laughing. I, I was giggling a lot through that movie. Yeah, the spiritual, spiritual, comedic successor to Romero's Dawn of the Dead, with the one-word groans of the dead. Wasn't going in thinking I was going to see an Oscar-winning comedic. Twenty date days later. <laughs> twenty date. <laughs> twenty date late. Twenty date days later. Paps Blue Ribbon Bury. Yeah. <laughs> I'm going to have to edit the DVD. I can't believe I just fucking said Bury. I'm so fucking dumb. <laughs> uh, 28 days later. The first fourth wall break discussing the theme music told me that I needed to pay attention during yeah. the entire film. Uh, blah, 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 blah. Yeah. Hey, I just wanted to bring something up because we haven't done our Spider-Man review yet. And, of course, this will come up before a Spider-Man review. But what is it with the clapping? They play the Whitney Houston song. You know, yeah, and then they do the in memoriam thing, and people yeah. are going, "Oh my god, oh, oh my god, it's so, oh my god." It's oh. never been a part of what I do as a film watcher, but I, I, I'm trying to not let it bother me because I'm, I'm like, well, hey, you know what? They're into the fucking movie. Yeah, but it's retarded. It, it is, and then, and then they started doing it when they played. There's a they played Back in Black by ACDC. Yeah, I'm not gonna say when because. We're not there yet. Yeah. But, uh, I mean, who cares because the fucking movie's out and you're going to get this in about a week anyway, so. Yeah. Um, but they, like, as soon as the Pack and Black song, they're oh, 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 my God, they're playing the ACDC. I think half the people that were clapping during that shit were the ACDC. ones that. ACDC. <laughs> Here it comes. I think half the people that were clapping during those moments were also the fucking assholes who left before the end credits were over. Oh yeah, I mean, I was. I was uh, there's one guy who's like, there are no other end credits. 
it, like like the first set of end credits, which is really fucking cool. Oh yeah. And 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 Joe fucking telegraphed this months ago. He's like, oh, yeah, let's wait till the end credits. You'll see. You'll see. <laughs> I'm like, okay, whatever, you fucking dummy. And then and then of course it happens. But like, there's a there's one more set of end credits. Yeah. And everybody's leaving. It's like, oh, I already read all the stuff about it. There's like one end credit. I was not expecting that end credit. I was expecting either something that was going to be connected to Vulture, you know, Michael Keaton's character. Which was rumored that he was supposed to be, the, the Vulture was supposed to be in this one, I think. Maybe they're just, they're, they'll, they'll bring it up in another There's a rumor one. that the next movie is actually going to be Venom. Ven- okay, yeah. They'll do a crossover. Yeah. And then uh, there's also another rumor that the next Spider-Man movie is going to be uh, and, and we're Secret totally Wars? off, huh? Secret Wars? No, um, because of the fact uh, that they're in the space? multiverse. Okay, so, but yeah. yeah, you know what? I mean, I sat there, and I don't like. I said, I'm not going to give anything away. Yeah. Like that end credit, and I, I, everybody's walking by, like, come on, let's go, we're going to go, and I'm just sitting there, like, what are they fucking? doing? It's already two in the morning. Are they might, fucking doing? Might as well just finish it. Are they fucking doing? Like, are they going to do that thing or do it with the? The fucking big guy, or are they, are they doing something else? Yeah. Fucking Galactus, what are they fucking doing? Yeah, and, and uh, you know, or Novacore, is that what they're doing with? Like, <laughs> I don't know. We had a Bubba and I had a fucking huge argument about that, but whatever. It is, it is what it is. And uh, you know, you, they've already had people analyzing, like right when it shows the the big open screen into space, like what? Don't give it there? away. You How dare you? I, I'm not giving anything away. Just stop talking about it. <laughs> that. Yeah, that part where yeah. we see we see who's he, what's he, and he's Where's walking. Shoes? Yeah. So uh, yeah, people are over overly analyzing it. I'm just like, oh my god, what are they doing? There's and yeah, who knows? Yeah, whatever. Look, they haven't even announced the dates for Phase Four movies yet. Even though you know, certain this ones is a Phase coming. Four movie. Oh, and and there was a couple of references, but. Blah, blah, blah. <laughs> I don't want to talk. I, well, there's only so much. We're about talking the, about Dead Don't Die. That all of a sudden goes into Spider Man. There's only so much about the Dead Don't Die you can talk about about this movie. Talk about Spider Man. You know you got. Uh, fucking shut up! Shut up! I'm over here now. Fucking ugh! Like I, I'm all for interactive and people laughing and whatever else. Yeah, and that's fine. But like when you get like way too interactive with the movie and you have to clap at shit like yeah inane stupid things that's it and, and you're doing it just to be hipster ironic stop it get out there was um i want to touch chloe servigny in her butt <laughs> in her butt wow more revelatory things for you to hear i want to touch her in her in her butt <laughs> You want to if you want to um um uh, Frank Galloher? Yeah, I'm gonna touch her in her butt. Or is it is it Joe Galloher? Who cares? Who cares? That guy's untalented. In her, Vincent Gallo. In her butt. God, you want to brown bunny her? Uh, <laughs> no, I'm gonna touch her in her butt. Okay, you want to brown button her then? No, just want to touch her. <laughs> I, I didn't say butthole. I said in her butt. That's pretty much the same thing. No, no. How can it's you not. not? How can in your butt and in your butthole could be two things? Because thing? because I didn't say butthole, I said butt. Okay, so you're like I won't slide what? down the crack of your ass. No. <laughs> then what? That's not what I said. I said I want to touch her in her butt, but you're not getting the joke, so forget it. <laughs> I, Why do I have to explain? I have to over-explain fucking jokes. Pardon the Bill Murray pun here, but I'm lost in translation, man. Literally, all, I just said I want to touch her in her butt. 
Not her butthole in her butt. Okay, like 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 she got shot in the yeah, butt cheek. Yeah, exactly. And then you just stick your finger in the bullet hole. <laughs> yeah, exactly. I just want to touch her in her butt. Okay, it's just a weird thing, but I have to over explain it because you know. Well, I I mean I would assume a few listeners might be confused as well. Well, that's not my problem. But apparently not. <laughs> it's a, it was just a dumb joke. It was awful, and then I have to fucking over explain an awful joke. Why would you do that? Because you made me. <laughs> <laughs> Oh god damn it. Uh, you dork. So uh No, you can't talk anymore. All right, I'm done. All right. So <laughs> Do you ever want to see this movie again? Would you ever want to see the the, the Dead Don't Die? Um maybe. Um just to like if it's on HBO or some shit like that. Yeah, yeah I mean if it's on cable or you know uncut. Who was your uh, my my favorite character in the movie was definitely uh Tilda Swinton's fucking Oh, I like Bill Murray. Scottish right. ninja. <laughs> <laughs> Scottish ninja mortician. <laughs> Alien. Alien. Computer whiz. <laughs> yeah. Well, it, no, she's an alien, so the, yeah. her being a computer whiz is probably yeah. just, like, she understands basic communications. It was great because it was like, she was this, the, the twist, the, the insane out of left field twist. That wasn't in the script. Yeah. <laughs> Like, you thought she was going to come down there and just, like, Michonne every fucking zombie in the cemetery. Nope. Yeah. She's like, I'm out. Yeah. She puts her fucking sword down and everything. Just like, what's she doing? She shows her hands as, like, a blackjack dealer. Yeah. Good night. <laughs> she did a fucking... Lights out. She did a bull from uh, Night Court final episode. <laughs> just fucking, I'm out. All right. I'm going yeah. to another planet. <laughs> Gets beamed up. Scotty. Yeah. Yeah, uh, Bill Murray was my favorite character. It's funny listening to Bill Murray say "fuck." Yeah, it is because he didn't do it right from the get go, either. Yeah, so it just out of nowhere. Like, fuck Farmer Miller. Miller. Yeah, fuck Frank. <laughs> That's what he said. Fuck Frank. I I'm trying to un- get like I know that there's some social commentary in there, and of course Trump is always the fucking go to for making comments about things. So the fact that the guy was wearing a "Make America White Again" hat. Yeah. Um, I just thought there was going to be more to it, though, than that. I mean, he just... Because he didn't seem like he was a racist besides the hat. I mean, he didn't say anything racist to fucking Danny Glover's character. Yeah, he did. What did he say? I don't like my coffee. Oh. Dark. I don't like my coffee that color. Yeah. Oh, oh. You know, dark. Yeah. And then he looks over at Danny Glover, he goes, I mean, I mean you know, bitter. Yeah. Like he's like a almost like a closet racist. No, kind I don't. Th- I don't. Not really like a closet racist, but yeah, I mean, he's a racist because it says "Make America White Again," but he may be wearing that ironically. Yeah. And then, like, I mean, Danny Glover, like, they're both sitting there. You know, you have Frank and Hank. Is that right? Danny Glover plays Hank. Yeah, Hank and Frank. So you have them both sitting there on ones on the left and ones on the right. Yeah. I mean, literal oh, representation shit. of the left and the right. God damn it! You're right. You are correct. And and <laughs> Danny Glover's character is just this. You know. Quote unquote, he's just this easygoing, you know, good time guy, you know, just just relaxed, right? Yeah. And and Buscemi's just this fucking uptight, yeah, uptight, overly critical dick about everything. Yeah. You know, and he's just like, like they, I don't want any more of this. I don't, that sucks. This sucks. And and Danny Glover's just sitting there like, ooh, whatever, mm-hmm. you know. And it's and it's a complete fucking fabrication of really what the left and the right are. Yeah. You know. You have some that are like that on the right and some that are like that on the left. You know. Sometimes I swear to God that it this is more portrayed on TV 
than it is in real life. Yeah, it, it is. It's it's all media hype bullshit. It, it's got to be because when I'm out in the fucking world, I'm not hearing this shit. Well, you're just not listening. Well, it's, that, not, or, it's not or, a big deal. Or people are being more subtle in person. No, you're just not listening because you don't care. I don't care. Yeah. I'm not paying attention, but I, I see it. But that's because, I mean, you you work in a, you work in like a xenophobic mm-hmm. industry. Yeah. You know, I mean, it's just like everybody is just into themselves, yeah. you know, severely. And and your industry doesn't deal, I mean, your industry deals with public, but not in that way. Yeah, it's just you know? a service thing. It's yeah. a means to an end. You yeah. know, I, I'll help you out because you're going to give me money. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Like, if you worked at Walmart or anything else like that, you'd see it. Yeah, it ain't a fucking like, charity, I'll tell you that. Yeah, you, you would fucking really see it at, at any store, you know, like any grocery store or whatever. Mm-hmm. I mean, you could, it's drastic. And, and... Um, but anyways, the left and the right. So you have you you have Buscemi's character wearing the make Make America White again, but yeah. it doesn't bother Frank. He doesn't give a shit. Yeah, and I don't really think he's liberal. I don't want you know. We'll just call it left. It and right. seems almost like he's just accepted everybody as the way that they are. Yeah, that's that's exactly what it is. You know, like a libertarian. Yeah, and like I said, but I mean, if you just look at it, one's left and one's right. Yeah, you know, and it's a, it's a literal divide of how their attitudes are. And not, Danny Glover, not politics, but yeah. attitudes. And Danny Glover's wearing more blue, and and Buscemi's wearing more red. Exactly. Yeah. And it's it, you know, in those are. Did you say red exactly? No, I said I, maybe I did. <laughs> I was gonna say red. I didn't know where you're going with that. Mm. You because you were like. Glover's blue and yeah, I did. Uh, fuck it, <laughs> I did. I said red exactly. Red exactly. Red Zackley. <laughs> New superhero. That's my Twitter name, Red Zackley. <laughs> Shut up. <laughs> so, yeah, this, uh, uh, I, I can only recommend this movie to people that pay attention to filmmaking and get the references and things like that. And I, I truly. I can, no, no, no. I can recommend this film to people that like Roger Corman stuff or these, dark humor or, or goofy horror movies. Yeah. Because that's that's the people that are gonna love this movie. This is not like what are we at? The movie that the took in ten point four million dollars. It's it's not gonna it's not yeah. gonna be a smash hit. No, um, I love how much time was wasted on each individual police officer going into the cafe to see the dead bodies on the floor. React, that was fucking hilarious. React to it in their own way. And it's the same exact scene. Yeah. It's just like they stand there and then you see one, yeah. you see the other, you see the you see one reaction, other reaction, and then they turn around, they come back out, and they're like, oh, damn. Some kind of wild animal. <laughs> yeah. That's exactly what I said. And they're all saying the same, they're all yeah. repeating the same fucking lines. And it just, it, it, if you think about it, it makes sense on how a lot of the zombie movies have done shit like that. Yeah. You know, there's or how life is. Yeah, that too. Like the, the people, well, what's going on in there? Let me go check it out. Huh? Yeah. Looks like some kind of weird shit attack. I I actually want to see some more of Jim Jarmusch's um, uh, films that I haven't seen. Like he did a, a vampire film about six years ago that I heard was you know <laughs> interesting. I've only seen um, nice hair, Dick. I've only seen three of his movies that I can think of. I've seen Dead Man with Johnny Depp as a western. I fucking hated it. It was ugh. I it just left a horribly bad taste in my mouth. I've seen Ghost Dog, and I saw Ghost Dog, and I liked it, but I hated the way it ended because it made me not want to ever see it again. I think Cuyahoga Falls is where uh, 
Bill Watterson was born. And um, and then I saw Coffee and Cigarettes, which is, you know, it's a whole, not a montage, but it's like a vignette of actors sitting down and talking while drinking coffee and smoking cigarettes. So um, that it's an interesting film to see once, but yeah, it, it just Jim Jarmusch's style is not for everybody. It really isn't. It's def, it's not even fully for me. But as a, as a movie watcher, I, I need to see more of his films just so I have a, a better understanding of his style. I can't spell Cuyahoga. I'm just gonna. There you go. Pardon me for a second while I look something up. Uh, oh, he oh he grew up in Chagrin Falls. Okay, wherever Chagrin Falls. So also, um, there was a reference to the Night of the Living Dead, where um, the three teenagers um came from Pittsburgh. Yes. Yeah, in the car, of course, from the uh, Night of the Living Dead, and then you see the posters all over the place in the in the uh, souvenir shop and. Yeah. Uh, I I just saw something here that ah that's what I thought. Gugliardi. Let's go to Gugliardi. He was uh, Jim Jarmusch is uh, influenced a lot by B movies and his childhood, uh, ob- not obsession but love of a Cleveland television show which featured horror films that was called Gugliardi. It was a fi- and Gugliardi was a fictional character invented and portrayed by voice announcer, actor, and disc jockey Ernie Anderson as a horror host of Shock Theater at WJW TV Channel A in Cleveland. <laughs> it only ran for f- three years, but still, I mean, those three years. The guy, the picture of Gugliardi looks almost like Robert England could play him. Yeah, yeah, it kind of does. Um, Jim Jarmusch is kind of an eccentric. I mean, like the dude went gray when he was fifteen. That's weird. I, I knew people that had gray hair when they were fifteen, sixteen, seventeen, eighteen. It's just kind of a. I don't know if it's you know stress or. Did he get into a, a white panel van or something? Yeah, that's why he went gray. And then yeah, stop it. You just got your own running dialogue over there. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, he did a university project that was called Permanent Vacation. Um, My favorite um, Aerosmith album, by the way. I don't care. <laughs> then he did uh, his first film was called Stranger in Paradise, $125,000 budget. And then he did a whole bunch of others. Down by Law, Mystery Train, Night on Earth, Dead Man, and Ghost Dog. And then uh, Coffee and Cigarettes, Broken Flowers, and The Limits of Control. Oh, yeah, I've seen Broken Flowers as well. Only Lovers Left Alive. With uh, Bill Murray, where he um, goes to all of his ex-girlfriends to see if um, if uh, he ever had a kid with them or something, yeah. or some shit. Like, oh, yeah, because he gets a letter saying, you know, and so he doesn't know who it's from, but he's got to go find the one that, you know, had his kid, and now their kid has grown or some shit, yeah. I, I can't hear. You, you have your laptop on? Yeah. And it's just making a really loud sound. Can't Is you it? hear it? I hear a fan blowing. That would be your laptop. Why the fuck am I hearing it in my headphones? Because it's reverberating off of the... You're reverberating off. ...fucking wooden desk. Well, that sucks. How am I supposed to look up new shit then? I don't know. Maybe put it on your notepad? But my notepad has new shit written on it. This is called a dilemma, man. Dilemma. Sounds like you're shit out of luck. Huh? Sounds like personal problem, fuckface. It doesn't change anything. So it's probably not your laptop. That's your laptop. 
<laughs> I put a film as a protection of my rights. I don't really believe it. It's important for me to have a final cut, and I do for every film. So I'm in the editing room every day. I'm the navigator of the ship, but I'm not captain. I can't do it without everybody's equally valuable input. For me, it's phases where I'm solitary, riding, and then I'm preparing, getting the money, and then I'm with the crew and on a ship, and it's amazing and exhausting and exhilarating, and then I'm alone with the editor again. I said it before, it's like seduction, wild sex, and then pregnancy in the editing room. That's how it feels for me as a filmmaker. Yeah, that's a David Lynch motherfucker right there. <laughs> it makes sense in his mind more than it can in anyone else's. That that sound that you heard in the background was was my was my I was gonna say stepson. Was innocence lost? <laughs> He's not my stepson. <laughs> He's my nephew. My nephew goes, Ugh. <laughs> like I I I I'm not saying that he does. It just feels like and in my opinion when I hear something along the lines of it's like having a baby and it's seduction and you, you go into all these words Andy about Warhol type shit. Yeah, you go into all these that's exactly what he looks like by the way. <laughs> yeah, that's why he went gray. He's he's so influenced by Andy Warhol. <laughs> just kept staring Stop at Stop it. Like if you just stared enough and concentrated enough, you make your hair turn gray like Andy Warhol. Please stop. Don't. You and your retarded fucking... Concentrate. I'm just going to make my hair go back into fucking... Focus. I'm going to get fat hair now. <laughs> I have fat hair? Yeah. <laughs> I have pompadour? You have fat hair. I have. How the fuck do I have fat hair? Because you're fat. Oh, cool. <laughs> oh, fuck. Well, if I shaved it off, would I lose a few pounds? Am I going to get psoriatic hair because you have psoriasis? Oh, my God. I'm gonna get I'm gonna get leprosy hair, Mike. You are me. I am. I have caloric hair. Is that what you're saying? Yeah. Your hair is gonna make me gain weight. My hair has cellulite. (laughs) 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 Okay. Okay, papaya pancake tits. (laughs) All right. So actually, I've seen uh, four of Jim Jarmusch's films. Yeah. When 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 somebody is is looking at their stuff and they're just giving off all these things. I think they're just doing it to tell the press just bullshit. Yeah. Like, they're just feeding the press bullshit. Like, watch what I'm going to say to this guy. It's it's like, you know when you have a 10-pound shit <laughs> and you just, you're sitting there in the toilet and you're just like, this is going to feel so good when it comes out. But that whole stress and then it it hurts and then it like scrapes the sides and then you're like, "Ow, this really hurts." But finally, it, it it's you you're free of it, and you're like, "Oh, that feels so much better." And you have a big gaping hole, and, and then your butthole goes back to normal, and, but, and it breathes in. <laughs> I'm just wondering don't, where you're going don't with this stop. shit. Don't <laughs> stop. Stop. I'm just wondering. You're fucking up the whole thing. Uh, <laughs> no, okay. uh, whatever. It's just this big empty void. Yeah. And then I just. I have to fill my. You, you, I have to fill it with my. You completely fucking ruin the joke. So whatever. <laughs> Thanks. Isn't that what I'm here for? Nice is to ruin? fucking joke ruiner. Am I here to fucking uh, railroad shit? All right. I just I just be like a bull in a china shop with my fat hair. <laughs> and, and I got and, fat hair and pancake titties. <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> All right. So uh, yeah, uh, this is a hard recommend, but. If you're willing to take the time to pay attention to what we said about it, and also what the maybe we didn't say about it, you should check out The Dead Don't Die. 
Yeah, just seeing mm-hmm. Selena Gomez in her tight, tight shorts. That was where that was worth it. She's she's cute. She's definitely cute. Yeah. I I love I love a woman with a smoky voice. Okay. Well, okay. I I I make a compliment. You're like oh, okay. Okay. You don't like smoky voices? I don't care. It doesn't matter. All right. Well, whatever. Apparently, you just like entering butts. Yeah, we've already moved beyond that. No, know. I don't know. Have we? Yeah, pretty okay. much we have. All right. I just want to touch her in her butt. <laughs> it was an awful joke. We we moved on. <laughs> it was retarded. God, you're gonna give me Savigny. Ugh. Sounds like a fucking ailment. You're an ailment. <laughs> Papaya Savigny. <laughs> I knew you would. <laughs> God damn it, so stupid. So stupid, it just may work. All right. So uh, anyway, let's move on to news, man, because I'm done with Please. <laughs> so uh, I was getting a l- interested on the new Lord of the Rings TV series being done by Amazon, and, and? then they dropped a, a kind of a bomb on me. They dropped a deuce on you? Yeah. She yeah. dropped a deuce on me. They dropped a jarmish on me. <laughs> what is that? Well, you were talking about taking a big shit during a jarmish movie. I, I just, I, I got lost again. So you just went right to, they dropped a jarmish on me? Yeah. So you said a deuce. So anyway, uh, J.A. Biona, who directed uh, Jurassic World Fallen Kingdom. You I don't know, care. The greatest Jurassic Park movie ever fucking made, by the way. I'll try to keep a straight face while saying this, uh, is going to direct the first two episodes of this Lord of the Rings series, which starts in the Second Age, which is way before the Battle of the One Ring. So um, I have to tell you that that right there made me think, well, even though Amazon is just smashing $500 million into this project, the fact they're going to put a director, regardless of how successful the film was financially, Putting a guy who directed that gigantic turd of Fallen Kingdom onto the world. That hot Carl. Ugh, yeah. That, damn. That, uh, yeah, that donkey punch. That's not a turd. That's mm-hmm. a donkey punch. Oh, you, you might let out a turd after you get donkey punched. So I uh, now, because of their decision making, now I'm second guessing myself. I or <laughs> I mean, I'm sorry. I'm second guessing my enthusiasm because they haven't even announced when this shit's going to be coming out. So. Anyway, I just thought I'd... Well, who's uh, involved with it? All right. So, um, Belen Atienza is going to executive produce while J.D. Who Payne... Who the fuck is that? I don't know. J.D. Payne, Patrick McKay, and Jennifer uh, Hutchinson are writing the series with Emmy, uh, Emmy winner Brian Cogman of Game of Thrones serving as a consultant. Everything we know so far. What do we know? We know... Let's know. look at the lot of rigs. Damn thing. One shot to roll them all. Or to blow them all. <laughs> Amazon, J.R.R. Tolkien's literary magic for the small screen. Can you match the Everett Levine lyrics to this song? No. He was a skater boy. He said, see you later, boy. Um, he wasn't good enough for her. There's been no official word on an expected release date. Amazon, Amazon are required. It's Amazon is required, but that's okay. We wouldn't want to fucking proofread anything to begin production on the show within two years. So that means the show will be on the way by November 2019. Uh, Jennifer Salky gave some more detail. All of us would love a big addictive show that is executed at the top of its game. 
We're really excited about Lord of the Rings. Despite all the chatter about it, the deal just closed a month ago. It'll be in production for two years, 2021. So about 2021. Um, let's see. Blah, blah, blah. Is there a trailer? Not yet. They just closed the deal. Yeah. How many seasons? Five seasons. Uh, Who's making it? I know. Who's going to be in the camera? Who's doing it? Uh, J.D. Payne and Patrick McKay will be the showrunners. They've worked previously as writers on Godzilla vs. Kong. Wow. And Star Trek IV. Ooh. What do those two things have in common? Shit and canceled. <laughs> what do those two things have in common? Bad writing, stupid studios, Mike's staring at me in disappointed anticipation. Yes. <laughs> hey, quit leading me, man, and just show me what the fucking show is. They aren't out yet. Yeah. They haven't even been released. I don't even think a fucking single frame of film has been filmed for... <clears throat> well, Godzilla, Godzilla versus, versus Kong, Kong comes out in a year. Then I mean, it's possible they already started filming. But regardless, it's uh, yeah. Neither one of those are out. And they I mean, you're. I, I'm not going. I'm not going against what you said. You know, shit versus non-existent. Yeah. But both of those fucking they they previously worked as writers on Godzilla versus Kong and Star Trek Four. Um, Godzilla versus Kong hasn't filmed yet, and Star Trek Four is a long ways off, and Quentin Tarantino still wants to do it. Yeah. So they're probably waiting for Quentin Tarantino to finish with Once Upon a Time in Hollywood and whatever else he's got beyond that. Yeah. But these two, I mean, they've previously worked as writers on Godzilla versus Kong. Well, wouldn't they still be working as writers on Godzilla versus Kong since they got fired? Um, <clears throat> we're absolutely thrilled to be penetrating with Amazon. I'm partnering with Amazon. <laughs> We feel like Frodo setting out from the Shire with a great responsibility in our care. It is the beginning of the adventure of a lifetime. Uh, I don't care. About I just want to know who that weird dude was that you... Here it is. Lord of the Rings TV series. Why don't I just click on this? Why don't I go through all the fucking shitty shit shit? John DePayne. Full cast and crew there, Chuckles. J.A. Bayona, Cogman McCain, D-Pain, Tolkien, Bellin Atienza, Impossible, Jurassic World Fallen Kingdom, and The Orphanage. See full bio. Let's click on full bio. Oh, that's oh, some big fucking gaps. All right. There's, there's a full bio. The Impossible, Jurassic World, and The Orphanage. So like every five years he produces something? Yeah. What was The Orphanage? It's a horror film. I think it was executive produced by um, Guillermo del Toro. Oh, yep. Guess who directed it? Um, yeah, fucking Bayona. Um, I, if I saw The Orphanage, I saw it at the drive-in, and I don't remember much because I was dealing with a shitty marriage. So I don't remember. Guess who directed the other one? The Impossible. Was it Bayona? Yep. Oh. So they go hand in hand. Hey, Tom Holland was in it. Hey, it had... Um, um, Whatever. She's in, isn't she in uh, Charlie's Angels? No. Naomi Watts played um, Faye Ray's character in the King Kong 2005 Peter Jackson movie. All right. So she was in, she was in King Kong. Then they have Obi-Wan Kenobi and Spider-Man. Yeah. Cool. <coughs> Excuse me. I'm sorry. So Bella Natienza is, is producing at least two of these episodes and, the director for two of these episodes is the same director that worked with her on The Impossible, Jurassic World, and The Orphanage. And what happened with Jurassic World? 
He made a shitload of money, but it sucked major ass. That fucking movie Blue Donkey. It's horrible. <laughs> what? Keep going. I thought you were still waiting for the noise to stop. All right. I wasn't. No, I wasn't looking at that. So yeah, I, I like I said, I'm with this announcement. Um, I'm just done. Look, I understand that with Jay Bayona, he going into a billion dollar franchise that maybe he had to follow certain rules, and he did not write Jurassic World: Fallen King, Kingdom. Um, Trevorrow did that. He's written all three of these Jurassic World sequels. Um, so, um, still. He still directed a shitty fucking movie, and I just, I don't know why his name's on this. Why the fuck are you going to have a $500 million project and you're going to put why, some? Why aren't you going? I can understand why they're not going back to Peter Jackson, because there was a fallout between Peter Jackson and Tolkien's estate. And you know what? Fuck Tolkien's estate. Huh. Christopher Tolkien is this fucking uppity snob Control who thinks freak. that his fucking his shit don't stink. Mm-hmm. Oh, you didn't do it like my dad wanted to do it. I guarantee you his dad would have fucking loved these movies. He would have had some he would have said something about it, but I guarantee you his dad would have loved these movies. If his dad loved the fucking cartoons and yeah. I uh, I kind of remember Tolkien, I'll have to look it up here in a second. Kind of remember Tolkien not really having a problem with the cartoons and the fact that, you know, it was you know, you have two hours to, to to tell a story, so you're going to have to remove and edit some stuff. Okay, so they added a couple of characters, big whoop fucking deal, you know. But it didn't it didn't overall affect the story, you know. And I don't think that they really changed anything, any of the characters so much that it uh, that it was that you couldn't tell the difference between the book or the movie. Yeah, and we're talking about Lord of the Rings. We're not talking about the Hobbit yet. So. Uh, I'm looking up writers, Derek Connolly and Colin Trevorrow. Yeah, he wrote Jurassic World. So he's so he was involved. Safety Not Guaranteed, I think, was also done by J.A. Biona. So, yeah, that one. Um, when $1.3 billion. Billions and billions of dollars. Fucking Christ, man. I never hear anyone say anything really enthusiastic about Fallen Kingdom. They both sucked. I'll tell you what, it sucked so bad, though. It made the regular Jurassic World look way better than it was. Let's cry for the CG Brachiosaurus. I mean, I think that maybe he was dead by the time that the Lord of the Rings cartoon came out. I think he died in, like, 71. But I know that he wanted to get it done, so I... um, Anyways, moving on. Yeah, so anyway, um, like I said, I'm losing enthusiasm for the series now that they've put that name on there. Until J.A. Bayona shows me something different, I'm not looking forward to his work. Right. So, anyway, um, happy news for you. There's a Hellraiser TV series in the works. Why is it happy news for me? Because well, you're a Clive Barker guy, so maybe you'll, you know, you, you're... Is you, Clive Barker attached to it? Hey, we call it a pinhead. Huh? Um, huh? I don't know. Huh? I don't know. Huh? Why, 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 you, why didn't you do the research there, why, jerk? Why, why are you bullying me? I was going to read the article, you know, I was going to... Okay. <laughs> so producer Roy Lee who was involved with It and Dan Farah who was uh, involved with Ready Player One are set to uh, spearhead the TV series it adaptation. will tear your soul apart All right. so they plan to use the mythology established in both the movie franchise and the novella from Clive Barker called The Hellbound Heart as source material mm. so the, nothing else has been announced if it's going to be an, an anthology or a traditional narrative Who's who's attached to it um, David S. Goyer is going to be the writer and also produce um, the uh, 
the series, or at least the start of the series. But it's Clive Barker. It doesn't say anything about Clive Barker being involved uh, other than him just providing the source material. So, Okay. So, yeah. All right. So that's all I got. I mean, I, I, Hellraiser was always one of those things to me that had potential to be better than it was film-wise. And films are definitely, especially the first one and elements of the second one, there's there is some hellish stuff to see. Some clever, you know, like uh, creative ideas with the gore and stuff. But uh-huh. I think they could have been done a lot better. But uh-huh. just never held my interest for very long. Uh-huh. Yeah. So anyway, um, the uh, there's a the Gremlins. We talked about the Gremlins uh, a few months ago, I believe. Mm-hmm. Oh, you know what they were going to do with that shit. If they were going to make a sequel or whatever. So uh-huh. anyway, the uh, Warner Brothers streaming. <laughs> uh-huh. I love the support. I just I love it. Uh-huh. Um, Warner. <laughs> Dude, I'm so tired of doing these fucking movie reviews the way that we do them. It's just like, and so the movie started off like this, and and the guy got into an accident. And uh, and then you come in and you're like and then um, and then Peter punched his dad in the wiener and, and then uh, uh, then we got a, a gigantic action fight between Peter and his dad and then they drive off all angry. We don't know what's going on because this movie fucking sucks. Let's move on. And I just I'm just I have I have immersed myself into a whole bunch of different fucking things. Yeah, I don't want to talk about it. It's it's neither here nor there. We're I am actively looking to change the way we do these reviews. Yeah. And I'm testing it out tonight, mm-hmm. but Joe's not falling into form because he keeps throwing out, he keeps fucking up the jokes. I'm a creature of habit. You're a creature of. Say it. <laughs> say it. What, what was I going to say? Do it. Do it. Well, what do you I'm here. Kill me. Kill me now. <laughs> what do you think I was going to say? I don't know. Something berating. I was going to say a creature of stupidity. <laughs> No, no. Hey, we call it a pinhead. But that's that's where we're gonna go with this show. Yeah. I mean, we're just we're gonna have fun and fucking beat each other up, you know. And, and whoever cries first, you know, has to tap out. That's really what it is. It's the, it's it's the way it's going to be. I can last forever long. I need to last for. I was married for ten fucking years. Yeah, and and but I just I mean, look, I I pick on you. And it's been coming through the show a little bit in the past couple of shows, and me just beating up Joe. I'm not doing it on purpose. I'm just having fun, and I'm and I'm pushing Joe to see how far it will take for him to start firing back, and he's not firing back. And that's hey, what's killing me. Hey, don't explain yourself. Shut up. Don't explain yourself. Just just you be you, boo boo. I am being me. Just <laughs> stop wrecking jokes. I don't know anybody. Stop it. I never learned to read. <laughs> I've got no place else to go. God damn it. I was listening I was listening I was listening to something. It was yesterday. Yeah. And they did that exact fucking whole sequence. Yeah. I got no place else to go. Yeah. I got no place else to live. Or whatever he says and I'm an officer and a gentleman. Yeah. You know, it's this fucking Richard Gear breaking down and Joe <laughs> Joe just did it. It, 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 and I never told him about it. I just, I was just listening to it. This is like, oh shit. When I do, when I quote that, I never I quote it. I, I never like, quote it from that movie because I always forget what movie originally came from. I always quote it from Chris Farley's character from Wayne's World Part Two. Oh. Yeah, when when Wayne starts berating him on the stage when they're doing all the practicing for the show for right. the concert, he goes, "Why are you here? What are you? What is your purpose? I got no place else to go." go. <laughs> 
right. so anyway, that's that's kind of where we're moving. Mm. Just, we just I, I, look. I'm fucking. I want this to be a show. Yeah, I want this to be where people just fucking tune in. You know, you, you get the movie review, and we're going to be snarky about that shit. Snarky. I mean, if it's a good movie, we'll have fun. Yeah. But if it's a bad movie, we're going to fucking hammer it. Yeah, if we don't make money soon, we're all going to be living in a van down by, by the, the river. river. Thank God. I'm so glad you got on. That's awesome. All right. So, uh, Gremlins. Gremlins. I don't know what this. I read. Um, Half hour animated prequel series going to the Warner Media streaming. You did you tell me about this or? I remember there were, like months ago there was ideas out there about if they were going to do a sequel or what was going to happen. It was like I think it was just unconfirmed shit. Yeah, there was supposed to be like a new. There's supposed to be a movie coming out yeah. that's darker, you know. Well, I, know, I remember we did like a, a I, we did an idea man, yeah, for this shit for right. for a sequel to or it was either you sequel can't listen for, to it because I deleted it. So why would fuck you, you. Why would you do that? Because I don't want to. We came up with some clever shit. So stupid. Because we can do better. I might have been stoned at the time, so I can't even fucking remember what we talked about. But but um, yeah, I mean it's it's just one of those things. Like um. I, I was looking through my Facebook feed and it showed up on my Facebook feed and I was like, we're going to read that story. So I read the story and just like, back in the 1920s when Charlie Wong, I'm like, really? Was gonna, a young boy. Yeah. Charlie Wong was a young man. In a small mountain village. This <laughs> <laughs> sounds like a fucking Emerson Lake and Palmer song. I'm already hearing the fucking- Charlie Wong was a young man. I'm already hearing the Japanese flutes playing. Bling, 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 bling. Or Chinese flutes, whatever. Yeah, Chinese flutes. I'm already sounding. Born. You racially ignorant bastard. He was born of turbulent times in a, in a mountain refuge. I, uh, the wash his clothes out in the stream that they also drank out of. <laughs> he washed his clothes upstream while they drank downstream. Which was poisoned by future cell phone batteries. And, and ass juice. <laughs> Yuck! Yeah, llama. Why, why llama does bus. this? Why does this water taste funny, Ma? Charlie, bathe downstream. Boil the water. Boil it. They wouldn't know boiling. Put it in rice. <laughs> All right. Anyway, uh, Gremlins: Secrets of the Mogwai. It, and it's yeah, it's supposed to take place in like the 1920s. And like seriously, his name is like Charlie Wong or Tim or Timothy. Mr. Or, Wing. Um, or, yeah, Wing. yeah, the original story of the shop owner, Mr. Tim, Wing. Tim Wing. <laughs> Wing and a boy. Albatross. Albert Albert Ross Wing. Something. Wing, Wing and a prayer. So yeah, 10-year-old Sam Wing. I Whoa, even, winging on a way So it's how Sam Wing met Gizmo. Oh, Sam. So, so let me get this His right. His name is fucking Sam. Yeah. So let me get this right. Sam Wing, okay, he meets Gizmo. And then fucking 64 years later, he's got him in a little fucking cage in a shop. Yeah. That's nice. And and they got to stop a corporate doohickey Clem Clem Cadiddlehopper. Yeah, they the, gotta stop Clem Cadiddlehopper. Yeah, the grandfather of John Glover's character is there. <laughs> Where did that name come from? John Glover was no the, Clem Cadiddlehopper. That's a fucking name. I I don't know where you came up with that. That's a that's a Warner Brothers reference. Um. So yeah. So they gotta fight Clem Cadiddlehopper, the <laughs> the fucking corporate overlord. Who, Sounds like his, a pedophile name. And his evil army of gremlins. Oh, he he Cadiddlehoppered that kid. Ugh. Sounds horrible. <laughs> Clit diddle hopper. 
Why, why you gotta do that, Mike? Why you gotta go there, Joe? You're being charged with first degree clit diddle hopping. What, what the hell is a clit diddle hopper? Is that where they put the clits? Uh, is that just another name for the white van panel wagon thing coming by? Uh, Your clit diddle hopper. It's like a Pez dispenser. Okay. Open it up, pop one out, diddle it. So, along with with a teenage street thief named L. They take a perilous journey through the Chinese countryside, encountering and sometimes battling colorful monsters and spirits from Chinese folklore on their quest to return Gizmo to his family and uncover a legendary treasure. What is this, Door of the Fucking Explorer? It's it's fucking Indiana. It's Indiana Gizmo in the Temple of... Dora the Explorer. In the Temple of Dora. Ugh. At the same time, they are Doriana Jones. Oh, here it comes. I fuck. I did not read this article at all. At the same time, they are pursued by a power-hungry industrialist and his growing army of evil gremlins. I told you. God damn! This did is, I not? I did oh, I not say fuck, that? Man. I totally I, read that. Yeah, I. I, I Daryl Frank, <laughs> Justin Falvey, and Clem-cadu. Sam Register will executive produce. Fuck, like, wow. why the fuck are you dumbing down? A classic movie that isn't supposed to be dumbed down. I think that the one of the appeals of the Gremlins is the secret. You don't need to know the origin of. I, I mean, I don't mind. Like, I don't want to know the fucking secret of Gizmo, yeah. but like, he's the only one. Like, yeah. Like, how? How did he get there? Like, I would like to know a little bit. Of, I like to know the backstory. Like, I don't need to know Gizmo's backstory. But like, it should end with him being born, type of thing, uh-huh. or grown, or found or shit I, I i don't know how you know he fucking sam wing rubbed one out and <laughs> there's a fucking there's a gizmo you know but i don't i don't care about knowing that gizmo is at this point fucking 65 years old right and yeah. he's and he's He's 65 years old? No, he wasn't 65 years old in the fucking movie. He was like young and innocent. Yeah, he, he didn't know shit about shit. Yeah. So you're going back to the 1920s to have to go on an adventure, Dora the Explorer, you know, uh-huh. and fucking, and, and we got to we gotta reunite Gizmo with his family. Yeah. Let's take, let's do a pitch meeting. Hey, Sally. Whatever fuck, you know, wherever that. Hey, Sally Warner Brothers. Deborah. Yeah. I got a great idea. Hit me with it. Gremlins, 1920s. Stop right there. You struck gold. I'm not done yet. Holy shit, really? I'm not done. Who? Let me tell you the story. Mm-hmm. Of a man named Brady. Of a man named Gizmo. <laughs> of a man named Sam. A man named Sam Wing. <laughs> Tell you a story about a man named Wing. Lived in the mountains. Always playing with this thing. Yeah, always playing with this thing. <laughs> and then one day he was shooting at some food. And up through the ground came a furry ass dude. <laughs> then one day he was Mo, fu- that is. Then one day he was fucking his food. Gizmo. Anyways. God damn it. Yes. <laughs> Mo. So Here's my pitch. We're going to do a Dora the Explorer, but we're going to give you a backstory to Gizmo. Now, Gizmo is 65 years old, living in a box. And Wing 
finds him, and they're going to reunite him. I'm doing this on purpose, by the way. With his family. What do you think? Are there going to be any Americans in it? Yes. An evil corporate industrialist. Oh, I love that. Who can fart skyscrapers and... Ugh, I had to stop on that one. <laughs> that was awful. And introduce he, horseless carriages he's to, pee, the, to the no, east. No, he pees on Gizmo and out come all these other evil gremlins. And then he's going to try to take over the world starting with China in the 1920s. Under British rule. That's Hong Kong. Yeah. I always found that kind of odd. I, I Look, I, I, I don't do history because, I mean, I haven't read the history on it, so I don't know anything about it, but... Kind of weird. You have this whole gigantic country full of all these fucking people, and they allow this city just to be controlled. They, by they, they, well, they didn't allow it. They signed a contract because mm-hmm. it was it, like in nineteen whatever year it was, nineteen ninety eight or nineteen ninety nine. They had this. They signed over Hong Kong from British as a British colony to China. Occupation or whatever. Yeah, and then they China's just like fuck it, just keep it the way it is. Yeah, make China white again. <laughs> <laughs> make, make China yellow. Yeah. All right. So, uh, yeah, I look. It's it's animated, and it sounds like a fucking kids pandering show, and I don't give a shit. I really don't. God, maybe are we are getting old? Because no, I'm just it's not, just an awful premise. Yeah, yeah. I mean, there's certain things I still get excited about. So it's just shitty premises. Yeah, you're right. It's 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 an awful, awful, awful premise. Like you're telling me that Gizmo, who's stuck in a box in 1984. <laughs> Is 65 fucking, well, give or take. Let's just call it 65 yeah, years You know old. they're going to make him best friends with Sam Wing. Yeah, and, right? he's, and he's going to ride on his shoulder, and he's going to do the... Yeah, bright light. Yeah. Yeah. Whatever he's going to, you know, that that high-pitched fucking Howie Mandel squeal. Oh, and don't, and don't, and just wait for it. He'll be, he'll see like a Charlie Chaplin moving picture or something, and he'll start imitating it. Yeah. Yeah, so, some, some weird shit like that's yeah. going to happen. You know, he's going to be enamored with moving pictures or just pictures in general. Yeah. You know, or airplanes or whatever the hell. And then it, it's, it's, it, you're fucking watering down such a great premise. Yeah. Like, we don't need to know that Gizmo, who gives a shit? He's not, he, he's fucking 60 fucking years old. He's, you know, he's, he's a, he's a couple years old at best in that movie. You know, maybe he's 10. At at the most, he's fucking 10. Yeah, he's a kid. You know, they're moving from China to wherever. And at this point, like, it would be better just to understand where the species came from. Like, there's one left, or you know, they, there's two left, and they got to save those two from... You know, I can, okay, corporate industrialism or whatever's going on. You know, fucking Hong Kong or China, some British. Let me tell you something there, my friend. What if they started off as gremlins and then they got something got done to make them more docile and become Mogwai? But it's already shown that they start off as Mogwai and then turn into gremlins. That's just the ignorance of the eighties. No. <laughs> that's the that's the story. That's that's how they are. Like what if Gizmo's the original and he was you know, and like part of the rule is you get to stay in this normal docile state if you as long as you don't break the rules with him. Right, but again, if you saw the other one when we were watching the original, mm-hmm. and they pop out of him, you would think that they would be in a docile state, but they're not. They're they're fucked up. Yeah, it's like the multiplicity version. Yeah, <laughs> of the, no, it's not even multiplicity. It's it's like the evil multiplicity yeah. version, like, like Solus. 
Yeah. In a way, yeah. Yeah. So they're I mean, different to people. They all every one of them fucking doesn't hate like people at all. They're like ready to just chaos and yeah. They're they're like they're like the um uh the, the, that that conscience side of you know the, the evil conscience right. It's like the pet cemetery version. Yeah, kind of, but more like evil conscience. You know, it's it's everything that Gizmo isn't. Yeah. Right. Gluttony. It's it's the seven deadly sins. Yeah. But there's five of them. And then there was a billion, but that's that what that's what this is all about. I mean, that's really what Gremlins is all about: is the seven deadly sins: greed, sloth, gluttony, you know, avarice, peeing on somebody's butt, and uh, eating food after midnight. I came up with an idea for a sequel. What if someone purposely made Gizmo eat after midnight to turn him into a gremlin? And the movie, part of the movie is about t- trying to find a way to turn him back into a regular Mogwai. See, now that's a cool fucking idea. Yeah. But what if, what if it even goes one step further? Yeah. He turns into a gremlin and then he jumps into a pool, right? Yeah. And then like half of them turn into him, good. Yeah. And half turn super fucking evil. Yeah. Like, like beyond what Spike and all those other guys were. Yeah. Like these. Like, like, Did you say Spike? You mean Stripe? Whatever. Spike was in the second one. <laughs> but like they they turn like they're like not green, but they're like almost black, like oil black. Yeah. You know, and then they leave like an oil oily black slick, like to just to show that how evil they are. Yeah, and 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 the only way to to get Gizmo back is you got to sacrifice one of the good ones. Mm-hmm. You know, or you got to splice one of the good ones and one of the bad ones together, or some shit like that. Yeah. You know, something like they got a hump. Better than a fucking 1920s animated Door of the Explorer knockoff. Yeah. Oh, and they got to be kind of tall, too. Or the Adventures of Jackie Chan yeah. cartoon. Well, well, the Adventures of Jackie Chan cartoon was actually pretty good. I never watched it. Um, Just throwing some shit out there. But like if it, like like if you're going to do that, you got to make the evil, evil ones a little bit taller. Yeah. A little bit more muscular, you know, just like fucking little badass gremlins, yeah. right? They, I mean, just tear shit up. But- you know, there's not a lot of them. Like, like if he jumps into a pool and like a hundred come out, like fifty fifty type of thing. Like, forty seven of them, forty seven of these gremlins, these tall gremlins, like start to decay over time. Mm-hmm. Like three of them can survive uh, for for a period of time. Like the first three or first four or whatever it is. But after that, you know, they're they're working against time. So every generation that would jump into a pool. The decay happens faster and faster and faster. Yeah, you know, until they just can't replicate anymore, which actually makes for a better film in terms of everything else. Because now you have good Mogwai, and those start to die off as well. I mean, they have to have the same rules. So th- three or four survive, but the fifty others, or however many others, forty-seven of them, yeah, all start to have various forms of dementia, degrading. And, yeah, yeah. What a great see, boom, boom. Mm-hmm. We just came up with two fucking great ideas. Yeah, suck it. <laughs> yeah, all right. So and then <laughs> we should be pitching these to fucking studios. And going all day on with long. another idea, which we had was alienation. Right. And then uh, come to find out that Disney has um, acquired. They, they put a hold on the alienation reboot. Right. Um, which is actually, I'm 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 not disappointed by that because the fact that they didn't cancel it, you know. They put it on hold. I wonder if they're getting it ready for Disney Plus. What if they're doing that? 
It's always possible. I mean, look, they've got they got Fox, so I'm, I'm pretty sure they'll, they'll want to release it under the Fox banner. Yeah, but I mean, you can just still use the Disney Plus streaming. Yeah. Well, they own Hulu too, so they could just release it on Hulu. So who cares? It was just change Hulu to uh, uh, Fox something or other. I don't know. I you know what, what would be better than Hulu? What's a better name than Hulu? Uh, I don't think you'd want it. I mean, they, people are used to Hulu. So. Spotlight, Torchlight. We have Searchlight. You know, like, sir. That's what I meant. Yeah. Searchlight. Yeah. They could call it Searchlight Streaming. Yeah. There you go. I, you Boom! Know. Another great idea. <laughs> Boom! You shut up. You shut your whore mouth. Yeah. All right. Uh, well, then don't be a whore. Yeah. You're 11. You're not 11. He's 10. God damn, you're a fat 11. <laughs> <laughs> hey, now, when I was 11, I weighed 218 pounds. I weighed, hey, when I was in the fifth grade, I weighed twice what the heaviest kid in the class weighed. I weighed, let's see, uh, when, when I was 11, mm-hmm. I weighed... 70 pounds, maybe. Fuck. Maybe. I was almost the same height that I am now. I, well, once I hit like 14 or 15, I quit growing. Yeah. I, well, I mean, uh, vertically, I quit growing. Horizontally, I kept, you know, expanding. But <laughs> I, I just, I was, uh, I've always said this, up until ninth grade, I was four foot nine. And you had a spurt. Yeah, and my the, spurt. And then some. My spurt was when I was younger. And then all of a sudden, I just, I slowed down. I, I wonder, though. I wonder, my, my spurt. Was all over the place. <laughs> on spurt, the walls. Spurt, 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 spurt. In that chair and his hair on the napkins. Socks. Yeah. TV. God. Neighbors' windows. What if your mom would just start fucking like t- using tacks to just put all your used socks on the fucking walls or I something? Didn't, I never used socks. No, I, me neither. That was disgusting. Why would I want to put my dick in a place where I put my foot? I didn't even think about that until like one of my friends did that in my fucking house when he stayed the night. Uh, he didn't he use fucked one of your socks. No, he didn't use one of mine. He used one of his. But it still it was fucking gross. I'm like, why would you do that to your sock? Yeah. Why Why are you soiling your sock? Well, it's already soiled. I'm gonna wash it. What, what if you have like a fungus on your foot? Now you got it on your dick. Then it's gonna spread to your cavities. Then you got fungus in your butthole. My mom, you got she, butthole fungus. She had this this unhealthy hatred towards one of my friends because he stayed the night and he um <laughs> an unhealthy hatred. Yeah, because he pleasured himself in the bathroom one day. She caught him, and a little bit got caught. Uh, like a little bit got on the floor, and she stepped in it <laughs> barefooted. Slipped. Yeah, there was a little splooch spot, and she fucking stuck it. Oh, my God. Yeah, fucking James. I don't want him staying the night here anymore. He's disgusting. James is James is touching himself, and he's leaking all over my floor. I was like, Mom, I'm, just, I'm not touching Well, what floor. happened? I went to the bathroom, and I slipped and hit my head. I told him about it, and he just started laughing. I mean, what else can you do? Right? Now I've got jizz on my foot. Yeah, great. Ah. No party was ever supposed to touch my mom, especially that part. Foot jizz. <laughs> God damn it. Teenagers. He leaked on the floor. Yep. Not not like leak leaked. He you know, because it's got that viscous thing, you know, like so see like it did it's that like a booger. Her, yeah, it did like a like whether to for fucking big <laughs> No, no, it, or or even worse, it's like that fucking piece of when when old people like old people, old people with no fucking teeth yeah. and they start talking and they get that Ugh. that fucking string of 
uh, spittle or whatever it is, and, and you can see it all the time, like in all the old cartoons. Come give Grandma a kiss. Or all these people that are trying to or learning how to draw. So they, you know, like in in like the eighties comics and yeah. whatever else, and they open their mouth and you have that spittle that goes from the tooth to the tooth. Yeah, or like and they draw it in there on purpose, like there's something important about it. Yeah, but like old people, they do it and they spit and it, it turns into that little ball of whatever and it just clings. It fucking clings like it's the last remnant of whatever it is on their their earth, like like their face. Yeah, you know, this person's face is this little piece of fucking spittles earth and it's just clinging for dear life so it doesn't fall off just reminds me of a granny s preston esquire it just keeps talking and then, and then like it just opens in mouths and it's just like, and you're like wipe your mouth and like there ain't nothing wrong with my mouth dude i've seen i've been to houses before in the past like family relate you know like old family that you you never you only met like once or something let me tell you about the time like, like old ladies that have fucking like long mustache hairs that that are like 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 two inches long coming off of their fucking lips i'm like why doesn't hey that snidely bo- whiplash what <laughs> why doesn't that bother you like like you know that old because they don't lady. give a shit i ugh. Fuck you, I'm old. Ugh, fuck that. I I do what I want when I want. I'm not going to shave anymore. I've been doing it for 35 years. Uh, so you've been doing it since you were 40? Yeah. God, near that shit. All right, anyway. <laughs> we're Amish. We don't believe in razors. No. All right, so dude, there's a shitload of trailers that came out in the last week. I, it's just a shatty ton, man. Uh, a shat ton? A shatty ton. Uh... No, Did you ever see the Shaun the Sheep movie? No. Yes. I don't know. He's Shaun the Sheep. Maybe. He's Shaun the Sheep. There's a new trailer. Out for Shaun yeah. It's called Farmageddon. Oh, <laughs> yes. Which I, I got. Fag- Fagageddon. I, I, I can tell you. I, I'm not interested. I did. I said it. I went there. Yeah. I said fag again. It's already available on YouTube. No, it's not. It's a documentary. It's a completely different thing. Oh. It's about consuming raw milk. The story of a mom whose son healed from allergies and asthma after consuming raw milk and real food for farms. That's horseshit. Most people get sick. Yes. (laughs) I'm stroking out. Sean's back. But there's a new arrival in town. He's a little alien. She's about to discover that our world is pretty sweet. (laughs) But she's far from home and in big trouble. To help her get back, they'll need to outsmart the bad guys. Be prepared. Stay focused. And stick to the plan. Let the creators of Chicken Run take you on an adventure. That's out of this world. Get ready for a close encounter of the third kind. 
Daddy, a Shaun the Sheep movie. That one seems to be a little too kid friendly. Like, I, well, that's all. I mean, that's what it's all about. I look. I love the the series Shaun the Sheep, and the movie wasn't bad. The first movie, but this one just seems like it. They're all for kids. It, that you know, I you got to get over that. No, this trailer just looks like it's not. I don't know. It, like, uh, what was that movie called? Home with uh, Parsons, where he does the voice of the alien hanging out with the chick. You know, from Dream DreamWorks. Anyway, yeah, it just. Yeah, yeah. I don't know. It's it, throwing the alien into the mix with with the it's, a, it's who, they're going after the kids thing. Who cares? Well, apparently you don't. Yeah, I don't. I more power to them. They're going to make more money doing that. Yeah, what to do? I'm just not interested in seeing it though. Um, saw this uh, new trailer come for a movie coming out in November called uh, Knives Out. <sighs> Dicks out. <laughs> Daniel Craig and Chris Evans. It's like a clue, like a like a newer version of Clue in a way. Suspected foul play and eliminated no suspects. I am Detective Lieutenant Elliot, and this is Trooper Wagner. We just want to ask a few questions. We understand the night of his demise, the family had gathered to celebrate your father's 85th birthday. What the fuck? The party. I I put this on pause for a second. There is a watermark right fucking here in the middle of the goddamn. Hey, that's Jimmy Lee Curtis. Yeah, in the middle of the goddamn trailer. Like, why are you watermarking something that doesn't belong to you? I'm not watching this trailer on this channel. I'm going back. Okay. I refuse to watch a trailer. Fucking furious trailer puts a goddamn watermark on their on on a trailer that they don't own. I didn't even notice it, but I, I understand. Eat a fucking dick. I understand. I'm, yeah, I get it. I suspect the foul play and eliminated no suspects. Trailer before the trailer. I am Detective Lieutenant Elliot, and this is Trooper Wagner. We just want to ask a few questions. We understand the night of his demise, the family had gathered to celebrate your father's 85th birthday. How was it? The party? Pre my dad's death? Oh, it was great. Ladies and gentlemen, I would like to request that you all stay until the investigation is completed. What? Can we ask why? Has something changed? No. No, it hasn't changed, or no, we can't ask. I'm gonna live. One of his family killed. Is that what you're suggesting? You all love twisting the knife into one another. Up your ass. Oh, very nice. Matter of fact, eat shit. How's that? Eat shit. Eat shit. Eat shit. Smug smiling. Definitely eat shit. Something. Spill it. I suspect foul play. I have eliminated no suspects. (laughs) 
twisted web. We are not finished untangling it, not yet. What is this? CSI KFC? Written and directed by Ryan Johnson of yeah. Last Jedi fame, or infamy, <laughs> depending on how you look at it. Daniel Craig is guilty. Hmm. I called it. You call it? All right. All right. Do you want to see that? I'm, I'm interested. Yeah. Yeah, it looks good. Sure. Um, November 27th. Okay. All right. All right. Uh, we saw the Jumanji uh, Next Level trailer. It looks fucking funny. It does look funny. The first time I saw it, I wasn't. It, it just seemed like, eh. and then we watched it in the in the theater with the new Spider Man, and uh, it was definitely funnier the second time. I'm already getting tired of fucking Hobbs and Shaw. Oh yeah, I, <laughs> and it's David Leach. Dude. Oh, trailer within a trailer. Talking to your friends. It's complicated. Many a tear has to fall. When we first got together, but it's all we were different people in the game. Grandpa Eddie? Anthony? This is uh, uh, Martha and, and Bethany. This is Spencer's grandfather. Nice to meet you. Morning. Sorry to barge in on you. Uh, you're not barging, he's barging. Milo Walker. <laughs> Did you guys see Spencer? I think he went back in. We gotta go get him. Are you out of your mind? We haven't even picked our guys yet. Oh, he's just trying to call You got something? Huh? Spencer. Huh? What? Who are you? Oh my god. You're Spencer's grandfather. Are we in Florida? <laughs> and you? My little walker. Did I die and turn into some kind of a small, muscular boy scout? Are we dead? Bethany? No, no, no! Rich? I'm the old fat dude. This can't be happening! My hip sure feels good now. Look at my thighs. Look at your thighs. Look at my thighs. Okay, we have some issues here. The game is busted! It was a game. I'm not it. I don't want to be it. Welcome to Jumanji! This next adventure is even more challenging. And remember, the future of Jumanji is in your hands. I have one important question. Who is Jumanji? Is that Barbara's boy? We're gonna die. We did die. Are we in hell? I knew it. Oh my god. This is a whole new thing. You've got to have eyes in the back of your head. What the hell is this? It's your strengths and weaknesses. Smoldering intensity? It's a stupid face you make, huh? What's going on? You having a heart attack? Breathe! Breathe! This whole left side is shutting down. Eddie! Dude, the rock's voice, <laughs> it reminds me of a uh, Sal Volcano from uh, uh, Impractical Jokers. Eh? Are we in Florida? <laughs> it's so hot here. I'm the, schwitzing. Oh, the humidity. I'm getting moist. 
sweating like a hooker <laughs> in church. Uh, yeah, you know what? It, it does look funny. I, I hope they do a good job with it. I wonder if uh, Bobby Cannavale is going to show up in it again. Because uh, he was a wasted character in the, uh, the, the first one. Anyway, um, that one comes out December 13th. And then uh, I don't know if you want to see this trailer, dude. I, I don't I don't care for it. The Jacob's Ladder uh, remake. I'm not interested in it. Just, dude, it looks like a fucking complete waste of time. It, it also looks like they're using a lot more jump scares to get you than the actual creepiness of the original film. Jacob's Ladder, the pitch room. Jacob's Ladder, but with cats jumping at the audience. But in a conjuring, or, you know, the nun. Annabelle. Yeah. Annabelle. Annabelle. All right. Uh, This one. Fucking dude. Here here comes the, uh, we already talked about Midway. The obligatory. Yeah, the Midway. I don't know if I really want to watch the trailer. I don't. You know, I just... uh, you know, I got, I'm, fr- I'm I, I, from I, the producers of Independence Day. Roland Emmerich comes I, a comedy called Midway, where the Japanese bomb Pearl Harbor. Where the writing is midway between absolute shit and uh, go fuck yourself. Yeah, you're really. Are you? Gonna, oh. <laughs> <laughs> All right, we're gonna have some fun now. <laughs> now we're gonna have a blast. And then every time, <laughs> every time, God of, damn it, that was fucking hilarious. So then every time I have a joke that fails, you want to just play the Wilhelm? Wah, 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 wah. Or that, <laughs> dude. I I Let's just see if we can do this. I don't care who's in this cast. I have no interest in this fucking movie. None. I think the last time I showed any enthusiasm for a film that was that had the name Roland Emmerich slapped onto it was maybe for the day after tomorrow. And then I saw the day after tomorrow and I was done. Oh, the, the bomb in the, the harbor. situation in the Pacific is far worse than reported. Pearl Harbor is the greatest intelligence failure in American history. Turn the tide. Washington disagrees. Washington is wrong. (laughs) It's gold, Jerry, gold. Joke. You remember this moment for the rest of your life. 
I knew something was gonna cut in before you fucking were able to play it. The Flying Man! Officials have been ordered to bring helicopters back. Operators say it is too risky and dangerous in case of an air collision over the populated city. Reports have been coming in that our flying man attacked a car this morning. Two people were found dead inside. It seems as if he's demonstrated super strength. It's very difficult for the police to respond to this kind of thing. Since it's unclear exactly what we're dealing with and uh, if there would be any other potential attack. Later. Over the last three days, 15 other victims have been found dead in similar attacks. And violent. The federal government might intervene, and they ask the population to cooperate and stay home. Authorities released the first list of victims and finally confirmed the existence of a pattern. Uh, we believe that the flying man who's spreading panic in our city is some sort of uh, flying vigilante due to the fact that most of his victims have extensive criminal records. That could be a relief for the good citizen and an alert to the outlaw. But the question remains. Vigilante applying. All right, hold on. Hold on. This is a YouTube fan film. We'll have to get to that. Yeah, apparently, where the that just came out of nowhere. <laughs> it looks like a man. A man has been seen flying. Stop! In the- I want to redo this. is wrong. Today we're going to be on the docks. Today we prove the American Navy isn't a joke. Enough fun and games. All right. Uh, the Charlie's Angels remake. Oh, my God. I, 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 I have... was literally typing the Charlie's Angels. <laughs> Look, I've always thought that Kristen Stewart is hot. but She just proves it in this film. She really is. Yeah. Right now. Don't call me in 
Ugh. Maybe don't make I think women can do anything. Just because they can doesn't mean they should. <laughs> but I have so many talents. It's like I'm Because traditional law enforcement can't keep up. I don't like that, boy. You guys are like lady spies. Dane's former my 6 Oh, God. What did you do to Sven? Oh. I compressed his carotid and deoxygenated his brainstem. Well, that sounds <laughs> Sabina runs the ground game. See, I know stuff. <laughs> Before it becomes every bad guy's favorite new toy. Take her to the closet, cheer her up. We're gonna need some wigs, toys, Feisty. clothes. Ah, we're still in the first closet. There's another closet. <laughs> Let's just stop the touching. Some of these blows up. we're going to have just uh, the, like you know what like some trailers just like cut it out halfway through and just finish it with a long laugh track <gasps> boo 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 what what is with the wings why are they doing the wings why don't they do the traditional charlie's angels the three girls blah 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 i good morning angels hi charlie what is the t in the middle supposed to be tits Where's the A? Oh, and a bunch of A's sideways, like it's butt cheeks. It's, it's all C's and A's. T and A's there, buddy. Yeah, wings. Oh, God. I I just I have no interest at all. I mean, I think Kristen Stewart's hot, but I, I just, otherwise, I don't give a shit. I don't care about the soundtrack. I don't care about all the multiple Bosleys they have in it. Speaking of soundtracks, I forgot to talk about the soundtrack for... Um, the Dead. The Dead Don't Die. Don't Die. It's actually really <clears> good. And it's very John Carpenter-esque. Is it? Yeah. So if you get a chance, listen to it because I I can't do it any justice. Like we were listening to it, me and Dingle Dong Knucklehead over there uh, were listening to it. He's like, what is this? I'm like, this is the dead doesn't die. He's like, 
He's like an old man that woke up in a strange place. What is it? Who are you? Why am I here? You said, "What is this?" And like it's the it's a soundtrack. You're like, "Where are you listening to it?" Where's the chicken? Where's Where's my ass hurt? Yeah. What is this? Why are my balls sticking to my thighs? <laughs> it's really warm out. All right. So it's a good soundtrack. I'm hot. I. You know what? I I can't remember much of the soundtrack from when we were watching the movie, but I I know it's. it's it feels like it's like it was like um buried. The soundtrack was kind uh, of buried. Subtle. Yeah, because it it wasn't like um, with the exception of the Sturgis Sturwell or whatever his name is. Yeah. With the exception of the Dead Don't Die song, which it was up front because. There's a reason for it, yeah. But for the the soundtrack in and of itself, um, it's like I said, it's it's very John Carpenter esque. Like the first thing I thought of was like Halloween and um, um, Escape from New York. Okay, you know a lot of pan- piano stuff, right? Yeah. And and I was just like, wow, this is this is very eighties esque music in terms of well, Halloween seventy eight, but still like on that cusp. Where they were using a lot of piano, like you know, even um, um, Friday the Thirteenth or any of those horror movies. Yeah. So it was kind of, and that that whole entire movie is a mixture of everything in terms of horror genre. You know, zombies and you know, axe murdering and yada yada yada. All right. So the last trailer I saw uh, was for Teen Titans Go versus Teen Titans. Why? I, I I you know I I I watched it just in case you might want to talk about it because you're a fan. Of Teen Titans Go, I'm just a fan of DC animated. Teen so, it's not coming to theaters. It's going to Titans Go. They haven't announced a, a date for it yet, but it's going to be coming to Blu-ray, Blu-ray and digital. Blu-ray, boo, boo. To my arena. Face your challenges. Just what we need to kick us up a notch. Let's prove we're the best titans in the multiverse. (laughs) (laughs) So, you think I know who's behind this? (laughs) Hi there. That's right. We will conquer the multiverse together. Kevin Michael Richardson. Yeah. I hate it when they say verses when they're not. It's not really verses. 
Just like Ninja Turtles versus Batman. Yeah, but versus doesn't necessarily have to mean fighting each other. It's could be a, anyways. Yeah. Fine. <coughs> Personality clash. Yeah. Well, who cares? Why? So look, it looks like it'll be entertaining. I, I'm not gonna spend any money on it, but you know, I mean Teen Titans is always entertaining when it's on. I I'm sorry, well Teen Titans go. I, I never watched the original Teen Titans. The, not, the original Teen Titans is really good. I don't think it was as good as fucking like Batman or Superman or anything else like yeah. that, but um, it 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 didn't it didn't suck. It was it was entertaining. Yeah. So um, that's all the shit I got, man. Um, I think, uh, of course. Well, I think like <laughs> like we don't fuck, we already saw it. Next one we'll be talking about is uh, Spider Man Far From Home. And then after that, uh, I think we're gonna see Stuber. Stupid, a Stuber. Yeah. Stuber. So, sounds Stuber. like. A- it sounds it sounds like one of those name nicknames that you give a guy is like seventy years old. You know, at seventy years old, he's just walking around in like some small town. Everybody's just like Stuber's like, hey, it's, hi, I was somebody when I was younger. Well, look, you had the Equalizer sequel, where fucking uh, uh, Denzel Washington's you know Lyft driver, right? And now you've got fucking this movie, which is an Uber. Stuber you know, promotion. My name is Stu. But I it, drive an Uber. It looks funny though. Stuber. Stuber. With David Batista. Yeah. Who said that he's not ever interested in doing Fast and Furious movies, by the way? Good. He's um, above he's above that. I love David Batista. I want to be his best friend. I want to be a best friend. You're like, hey Dave, how you doing? I'm gonna head slam you, you fuck. <laughs> I didn't even say it right. I just God. Dive. I'm going to give you the Batista bash or whatever is. I don't know. I've never watched him wrestle. David Batista's special maneuver. What it was, it was, uh, he did the, the Batista bomb or whatever it was fucking called. Batista bombs. Dude, that fucker's a 50. Yeah. I, I, he's just awesome. He oh. is truly fucking awesome. Yes. Yeah, you remember when we uh, back in 2013 we first started doing this? Uh, we saw Riddick, and he was a bad guy in that. Uh-huh. And we, uh, you know, he had some charisma in that one. No, I didn't. I'm, yeah, Dave Batista. Oh, he's an MMA. Fuck. Oh, wow, he's a badass. The Batista bite. That's it. There's the Batista bite and Batista bombs. Let's watch the David Batista bombs. Go to TGI Fridays for our special three for five deal. Just fucking Batista bomb Santa Claus. Now that guy's got Batista's balls on his neck. That's right. I put my balls on your neck. Is that Jericho? I think so. He's another guy that I love. Wow, oh, Randy Orton. That had to hurt. Ouch. I wonder how many times they practiced that. Yeah. It's like he did the Batista bomb, put his balls on somebody's neck. And then, like, he had to lift him up. Watch how he lifts him up. And, like, now he's got that guy's dick in his mouth. <laughs> the, the, the Batista blow. 
This is a Batista blow bomb. <laughs> All right. Look, so, I mean, if you're going to do wrestling moves and stuff like that, you open and and that one wrestling move is dick to face. You, dude, you, you got to have a good sense of humor about uh, it. Dude, they're already mostly fucking naked, man, and they're wearing thongs, I, you know, or bikini briefs. So Every I time mean, I bomb, I'm just going <laughs> to. <laughs> what kind of joke was that, Mike? That was a Bautista bomb. One more time for posterity. Bautista. All right, all right. <laughs> Goodbye. We're done? Are we done? Oh, you, you, fuck you. We're having too much fun. Uh, this one's out of hit.